Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. We both are welcome to another edition of the Naked Man podcast. I am the enlightened, the tarnished one. They can call me Tawny, or you can call me Ben either. And on my front is the great, the great and only Nathan Greenway. Hello. That's my Batman voice. What do you think? Not bad. It's not bad. It's more like a weird whisper. It's like, ah, I'm my vengeance. Well, I'm trying to be quiet because I'm yeah. sat in a, uh, a, what would I even call this room? It's like a, some sort of weird seating area, but there's a swimming pool over there. Like, I'm at, I'm literally at work. I'm taking my, um, my rebellious streak of doing mm. from my home when to I'm work. into using my lunch break whilst literally being at work. But yeah, no, I'm wearing a smart shirt. You like my smart shirt? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Not bad. Oh, it's not an amazing smart shirt, but it's decent. It's decent. No, it's not an amazing. Shirt. I'm pretty sure I bought it at Primark, so some sort of child <laughs> made it, <laughs> which is nice. They did a good job. So fair play. Yeah, fair play. Uh, so the the what we're gonna do with this podcast is oh by the way you can find uh, the podcast on Spotify at Rogue Opinions. You can follow us on like uh, Instagram accounts and shit like that. Wait, but, wait, but what the hell was that? I'm doing it at the front. I'm doing. I'm loading us. I'm loading. I'm telling them where they can follow us or at the front. Hey guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you can also listen to it where you're already listening. To it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about the Batman. We've both seen it now. I've actually seen it twice, which makes it a better means my opinion means a little bit more. Yeah. It does. Mm. It does. Because I watched Batman. Um, it's it's weird called it the Batman. It's like mm. I went to see the Batman. The, the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, yeah. I'd already had like three, three or four beers in me when I went to see it. Sure. Um, uh, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, it was very dark, very gritty. I didn't yeah. recognize Colin Farrell, which is good. No, he's got crazy prosthetics. Yeah, everyone told me I wouldn't, and um, lo and behold, um, every now and then, Twitter like rediscovers acting and sort of is so surprised by it. Like, because you see people and it's like, oh my god, I can't. Colin Farrell did this. Look at him. Look at the way he's yeah. Like, yeah, makeup. So, this yeah. Is a new concept, guys. <laughs> Prosthetics is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every Christmas when people are like, Jim Carrey looks so good as the Grinch. It's like, like, look at this outfit. It's like, yeah. Yeah, people, people, there's people's jobs to make it look like, oh my God, Johnny Depp actually has hands. Like, well done. Well done. You worked it out. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed um sort of what what would you what would, how would we specify it's kind of if green day made the batman yeah if someone like if someone was like cutting themselves while what reading like listening to the nirvana on repeat while writing the script that'll be what the batman is they did, <laughs> dark as fuck they did say that it's like 
Nirvana's like Spotify listeners have gone up by like seven hundred percent or something. Yeah, and I'm one of them. I, I've listened to something in the way about fifty times in the last like two weeks. But yeah, so we're not gonna, we're still not gonna go into spoiler territory. No, because people are still seeing it and it's still like flooding into it. I might. Yeah. It comes out on streaming next month, so I do need to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but first point coming back from last week to make this some sort of like continuity to this podcast when i asked you would i be disappointed by the riddles um i yeah. was disappointed by the quality of the riddles they're not the most like they're, they're they're very easy to work out they're not it was like here's this riddle solve it or i kill everyone and it's like the yeah. riddle. it's like if sunday held a gun at you well it, it is and it isn't like they i like the riddle aspect of it because as the as like Gordon and Batman solve the riddles, they understand more about the corruption of the city. They learn about the re, the motivation of the villain. So that I thought that was very cool. The riddles themselves are a bit are pretty basic. They're very like, all right, well, I I figured that out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not joking. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, I figured like two of the riddles out as he was saying it. I was like, oh yeah. No, it's um, not but, just being like, oh, what's uh, black and white and red all over? Yeah. Uh, sunburned penguin. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, penguin. <laughs> Damn it, Bruce. I mean Batman. <laughs> You're not Bruce. <laughs> but it, actually, it might be. This is a bold statement. It might be my favorite Batman film. It might be the best one. Well, the one well, I think the best. Like, I know you don't like Dark Knight, but I still love it. Um, no, I, it, I, I think it gets. It's three hours long. It's a fucking long film, but it goes really quickly. I think the pacing is really good. It's paced very well. And the plot is like consistently interesting. They intertwine a lot of things together very well. Intertwine like Batman's, uh, where he is in his career, the uh, Catwoman's motivation and the Riddler's like uh, villainous motivations really well together in the plot. They're all connected in like a really nice way. And it's, it's a very, it's a very, I'm not going to say it's like an amazing script. But I think it's a very solid script. It does the plot very well. It, it did, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Zoe Kravitz was as excellent as everyone said it was going to. She was going to be yeah. looks wise and acting ability. <laughs> yeah, she was such a win when I when I found out she was Catwoman. I was like, that's fucking perfect. Not just because she's attractive, but I was like, what I've seen from her, she could play Catwoman like a to a T. She did, yeah. She nailed it. She she nailed it. There was um, a good amount of of sort of leather. <laughs> Lots of leather, big sharp claws, great. What do you want from a cat? She she looked good. Um, I liked Penguin. Penguin's good. Pen- I'm looking. Uh, I might check out Penguin's HBO show. Yeah. Uh, uh, I might, maybe. It depends if it's just going to be like Gotham in the mm. as in the show, not the city. Because if it was like the city, it would just be a fucking acid pit. Um, <laughs> yeah. To be the one thing they filmed did very well is they they showed Gotham. It was the the most characterized version of Gotham we've ever had, really, because it just it just seems like a fucking horrible place to live. It just seems like the word like, it's so depressing, and everyone's like really scared of being stabbed. It's like it's like Compton and Southeast London were just mixed together. <laughs> it's just like yeah, this is what you get. <laughs> fucking Gotham it is the worst place in the world. Isn't it? Uh, Every time you you watch it. You'll watch anything to do with Batman and they show Gotham. You're just there, like, why? Why bother? Is why everybody? is everyone moving, living there? Why do you love trash? <laughs> they just move, dude. It's like the worst place. There's no one's making 
the weirdest thing, but how does anyone make money in Gotham? Because everything is just disastrous. So how are I they- think just criminals make it. Like that was kind of some of the point of the film. The only people that go up are the ones to to be corrupt. The only ones that are willing to go over that boundary. They're the only ones that actually can make money and be successful are like shitty people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it was a it was a good movie. What did you think of Batman, Bill? I, I really like Batman. There, there's a really good scene with it because it's it's only really in like one scene, I want to say, and um, but it's a really good the, the way they showed it was very good. It it, it doesn't look like a Batman, Bill. Like it doesn't if you, if you were just if it wasn't in the trailer of the Batman trailer, if you were just to see it as a car, you'd be like, oh, this is a kind of dark supercar, and that's not it's not it's not bad. And his career in this, and it's it's super like realistic. Like this is a very realistic crime murder mystery Batman, which I like. Well, I really like that because it it gave it more like pathos of like the character. For instance, like Robert Pattinson, his Batman is deeply, deeply wounded. Like he is fucked up to shit. Like he doesn't care about what happens to him or anyone around him. He's just like, this is my fucking mission. I'm fucking vengeance. I'm going to fucking punch the shit out of people, which is great. Uh, that's my favourite kind of Batman. Have you seen The Raid? Yes. Like, yeah. like the guy from The Raid, where he's like, he is essentially. I'm going to kill everyone in this town. <laughs> and kills everyone in that town. Does. <laughs> so I did like, I like the limited motivation because we all knew who Batman was. So I'm glad they didn't mm. sort of just give us all of that backstory nonsense again. Like, like yeah, they did it. They did it in a different way as well. So my favorite part of the movie was probably uh, Bruce's interplay with Alfred because he, they're not Alfred's not in the film like a ton, but he has very key moments when Alfred is Batman or Bruce Wayne's only real close person, the only close like family member has to him. And there's a bunch of times where Alfred is trying to make Bruce like a healthier person. Is like. He, like, you can do this, but don't make it your whole fucking life. Like, do people need to see Bruce Wayne. You, you've got something else. You've got something else other than this vengeance mission. And Bruce Wayne is like, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I'm I'm not a person anymore. And there's, yeah, there's, there's a scene later, which I can't tell, tell about, which it goes more into that a bit in a really nice way, because he talks about fear, him fearing something. And it's like, oh, this is just a really nice person who this is a way someone who's very damaged and cut off from like emotions would say something yeah you're not wrong and i think everybody did a good job this this i um, would be excited to see more of this batman to see this like wounded batman and the obvious thing is to we want to see this batman encounter the joker prefer yeah it, it, it's not going to be wacky and sad. Nah, it's not. He, he doesn't yeah. do sequels apparently yeah it's also, I'm not sure if you could have. I just wouldn't want to deal with Joaquin Phoenix. Apparently, <laughs> he's a bit of a nightmare sometimes. Yeah, apparently, he's like an awful person to work with. Seems like a nice guy. Like, he likes to do nice things for people, but uh, seems like a real horrid nightmare, which means we're going to have to recast the Joker. Hello? Which means we're going to have to recast the Joker. Sure. Yeah. Do you, want to, do you want to take the role? Uh, Sure. Sure. Sounds like yeah. a. How can you be good? Let's How get the Joker. You know what we should do for a podcast in future roles? We should do audition tapes for random characters. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> that, is, that is generally a generally brilliant idea because we could just say, maybe we each do an audition tape of the same character and we come up with like four characters we should do an audition tape of. It'd be, it'd be very much outside our comfort zone, 
It'd be very, it'd be fun to do. Have you ever seen Kevin Spacey's audition tape for Han Solo? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, it's on YouTube. You should. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. definitely check that out. You should check it out. But um, yeah, closing closing thoughts on the Batman. Uh, mm. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm pretty excited for it. I'm glad that they went. In. I'm usually very tentative when people say, "Yeah, we're gonna make it darker." You kind of look yeah. at it recently and you're like, how? Um, it turned out that instead of Zack Snyder's darker didn't mean literally darker. Yeah. And give the character promotion. <laughs> yeah, make the characters damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a lot better way to write a good script. That's what I did. Paul uh, yeah. as well. We've not mentioned him. The Riddler's great. The Riddler is great. Riddler is one of my favorite things about the movie because I really, not to, to not spoil anything, I love the motivation of him and how it links to Batman is really cool. I love, yeah, I, I can't say any more without spoiling it, but I love... Next week, we'll do spoiler talk. Yeah. Next week, yeah. you guys would have had some time. And, uh, and yeah, it's been out. I would be tentatively excited to see, but I don't want to see this Batman anywhere near the Justice League. No, no, Batman neither do I. Batman belongs in it. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like this Batman to get like a Robin. Do like Nightwing stuff, that'd be good. I reckon they could do that story. I think this Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, doing Death in the Family, yeah, would be, be a film that <laughs> I think you'd have to sign a waiver before you see it because it would be so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be amazing. I'd love to see that. Like the third one, that'd be great. They introduce Robin. He's a fuck. Don't fuck Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's my favourite DC hero. Night, Nightwing's a better Batman. Uh, but, uh, uh, but just go to like Jason Todd, introduce him in the second movie, do Death in the Family in the third one. That'd be great. You know what? We should do Jason Todd, played by... Um, uh, who's... Andy Sandberg. No, Mike from Stranger Things. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, that way. And Joker, Joker should be... Uh, super grizzled Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Willem would be an awesome Joker. Super, super from, Joker. From his work in No Way Home, that would yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. Oh, it'd be amazing. Or Boondock Saints, Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Saints? Maybe. I'm not sure I have. Boondock Saints. Great movie. Great movie. But no, it should be someone younger. Because <laughs> 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 that's 70. It'd be so weird watching him kill a Stranger Things kid. It would be pretty weird. But who cares? No. But someone weird. Someone weird. Let's do. Uh, let's do. Uh, who's the guy in Eternals that um, he was the guy that took a uh, mind control people. I, oh, that guy. He he was in Dunkirk as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd be good. He in he Dunkirk, or was he in that other one? Maybe. He might have been in. What's it called? Nineteen forties something. No, I think he was, he was in Dunkirk. Barry something. He'd be really good as the Joker. There you go. Sorted. There you go. Sorted. So also the little topic of the show we don't have a ton of time but like we we've got a little short topic of a series is where Batman took things in a very realistic way super realism in this world so we want other franchises ideas that want to be very very realistic so should I go first or you your oh, it's, really, it's really up to you okay you're the I'll host throw your host uh, of- I'll host and I'll go first so my first my first one is I'm not going to tell you what it is yeah. So I live with a three year old. It's a weird fact about me. I live with a three year old kid. It, it's not my kid. Not it, I'm not related anyway. 
it's just a good friend's kid. And it was like, do you want to live with us? And like, it'd be cheaper. And I was like, okay. And it's been pretty fucking weird, not going to lie. Because um, I, I'm a single man. Uh, I've been single. And um, the uh, so I've had um, company over, let's say. And the kids, I'm, I'm very close with the kids. I'm very, uh, I, I'm a, I like kids. I'm very good at close with kids. I've had a company over, right? And the kid has knocked on my door to put, like, Netflix on, to put Paw Patrol on. You know the show Paw Patrol? Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll see you in the double. No. So is, this a real, is this a realistic <laughs> version of how someone ends up on a register? <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> if that was real, it already happened. So I had to I had to go myself and put some Paw Patrol on. So I want to see a real version of Paw Patrol, a realistic version how a little 14 year old kid and five dogs would deal with crime with their fucking teeth they, they, they wouldn't they wouldn't go in fire engines and police cars and helicopters they can't oh, 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 or even better they actually try and drive these things and it just, it just turns into fucking chaos just a big explosion after the other one person tries to drive a dumpster truck one dog, one little Shetland pony tries to, no, that's a horse. <laughs> one little uh, Dalmatian tries to, draw, tries to drive a fire truck. But really, really, what they're going to do is they're going to bark and shake, chase all the delinquents. They're going to find them. They're going to rip off their legs with all the blood and guts and the, all, everything in full HD. So we want a realistic version of Paw Patrol of like a 14-year-old kid sending dogs out to mutilate people. That's what Paw Patrol would be. And occasionally a helicopter crash. Just occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sky, get on the get on the uh, helicopter, and she's like, because this show is just made by Michael Bay. Yeah. Oh, of course, Michael Bay, but with like Benicio del Toro as well. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a weird del Toro film the other day. Hmm? Nightmare Alley. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's good. It went on Disney Plus, and I was like, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it was worth doing. And so I think it would be a lot like Nightmare Alley. Maybe, yeah. Box. <laughs> that would be my idea, anyway. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What Nightmare Alley, but with dogs? Why not? Everyone better with dogs. <laughs> We're gonna take that quote and put it on a t-shirt. I see you're re- relocating. Yeah, I'm relocating because loads of people disappeared. So. Uh. I'm gonna come chill out in this. It's what, it's what we deal with with covert podcasting. It's, de- it's dedication. That's that's a nice racetrack. Yeah, it's a nice racetrack. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna come to this stairwell for a bit, and then I'll return to the seating area. You're gonna come on the stairwell, you dirty prick. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Um, I like your Paw Patrol idea, but yeah. I don't love it. I love it. What do you love? Uh, chocolate. No, I want to see a realistic version of Teen Wolf. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm. What would that entail? So Teen Wolf, for those that don't know, is a story. It's literally what it says on the tin. Uh, it's a teen who's also a wolf. Yeah. And, uh, but he uses like his wolf powers to be really good at like basketball and stuff like that. Mm. So he exploits it well in a TV show. But this is set in America, and people are obviously like scared of the wolf, but they don't do anything about it. So the realistic version of this is literally like a 30-minute movie about the teen having a breakdown because he could turn into a wolf. Going. <laughs> someone realizing that he's part wolf or that he's some sort of monster and then he just gets gunned down <laughs> yeah that would be realistic you're too hairy 
Yeah, he just gets that fucking gunned down. Because also, like, I think people would start to be suspicious when he, because he suddenly became really good at basketball. Yeah. In yeah team. Like, that's the suspicious bit. It's like, hey, you sucked yesterday. How are you now good? And yeah. then, like, you must be some sort of, like, wolf. <laughs> you must be. There's no other explanation. You must be. He didn't practice. You're just a wolf. No, he didn't. So that that's what needs to happen. And it's, and it's very realistic in America, like guns, you know, everyone will be plow plowed down. That's why I'm terrified. I kind of want to move to America because of their weird leg- legislation laws. But obviously I'd be killed in probably about two minutes, I want to say, after moving there. Yeah, you would not last long. Yeah, yeah. i just walk into like random gang hoods and be like, what, 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 brothers? So, so I, I, I try and make friends with like dirtiest, like the most horrible gangster in like Compton. I'd be like, oh shit. Well, that's why you would get gunned down because you would just walk into the middle of downtown and just and just like walk in and probably be like, hey, what's up, brother? What's up, man, brother? And I just, I, I just, I'm too friendly. That's the reason, I'm too friendly. You are too friendly. Yeah, that's true. You're just too nice a guy. Maybe. Do you know who's too nice a guy but never gets any credit? Is SpongeBob SquarePants. You want to see a realistic SpongeBob SquarePants? I want to see which a realistic show about. So it's a show about an octopus, a squirrel, a sponge, and a starfish living near each other. Maybe a crab as well. But this um, is realistic. Yeah, it's realistic. So they're just in like a in, in a big tank. They just get dropped in there. Like one in new every. Oh, but it's, it's like a Twitch live stream. If you get dropped in there every day, and you can watch it for as long as you want. You can watch it literally in entirety of your life. <laughs> this is literally like the most boring show. Right? <laughs> but, but, because octopuses are predators. Octopi, oh, sorry, octopi are predators. And they would fuck up the squirrel. They'd fuck up the sponge. They'd fuck up the starfish. They just would. And they'd fuck up the crab. Fuck it. Bring in Mr. Crab as well. And because you know Scooby's going to fuck him up. It's it is, it's essentially, but it's near every day, near every day. Also, obviously, we can just see nature in its in its perfect, pristine way. And octopuses are really smart. I love octopuses. Is one of my octopi is one of my favorite animals. I'm never going to eat an octopi, octopus, because and it's very common here to eat octopuses. I'm never going to eat one because I think they're very, very smart. I, I'd love to have like a pet octopus just like on my arm. I think that's actually what I should do. Don't be surprised if I turn up. Next day of your full transition because Taika Waititi, your loop, um, oh. with Gus before, uh, is now playing a pirate on some like comedy pirate show. Oh. Um, so this is your transition to becoming the Davy Jones to Taika mm. Waititi's Blackbeard because he's playing Blackbeard. Yeah. So this is I the end right. of your evolution. And obviously, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean has taught us that Davy Jones was part octopus and looked a bit like Cthulhu. Um, so this is your transition. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand your realistic SpongeBob. I've got to be honest because it's just. <laughs> you're right. Just, I do have a thing. So, and some other stuff out of the sea, <laughs> land, and they're just throwing squirrels at them. Yeah. The sponge would admittedly not do much. So, what I want is someone to be like an animatronic. You wear it like animatronically as a glove. And they just like try and fuck around with the atmosphere, just try and do shit. Maybe just go around and like tap the starfish. Maybe do like a dancing thing, or just like try and like strangle the octopus or something. They'll do something every day, which will like use. Or maybe they'll bring like sparklers into the into into the um, fish tank. Maybe they'll they'll bring rocks and just throw them at different things. You know, so the SpongeBob is going to be the human interaction. Maybe you can vote on what the SpongeBob does each week. 
mean, uh, it, might, it might defy some animal, right, animal, animal rights cruelty ideas. Yeah, you're going to have Peter all over you. Yeah, Peter file all over me. <laughs> that squirrel is underage. <laughs> Probably, most squirrels are. Uh, so what I would also like is sort of a realistic version of Police Academy. <laughs> okay. But not like, I don't just want to see people training to be police officers. Like, yeah. that, that's bullshit. And this kind of goes for a lot of 80s comedies, which were like, like nutty stuff would happen. Like a police academy, Commodore Lassard got raped. Mm. Things like that. So I actually just want to see what would actually happen. Like the results of some of these actions. And what, oh, so yeah? police academy, there was like a massive shootout at the end and nothing really happened with that or anything like that. But I want to see what sort of happens if you, if you give a, a Commodore a blowjob when he's not expecting it and he's trying to give a speech. Who knows? Magic, maybe. Yeah. Or I can't remember what the movie's called, but there's one in the 80s um, and it's like Nerd something. Oh, I don't remember now. But they like replace some people's shampoo with like Nair, things like that. Nerd Squad or something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, so what would actually happen if you did that? And then it becomes a legal drama where there's just this judge who's presiding over all of these cases yeah. from like 80s comedies. Sure. Mm. And the judge would have a lot of work to do. He'd never, never get a weekend. He'd never be, not be busy. Yeah. Judge Ethan Hawke. Judge Ethan Hawke. He'd be great as a judge. Uh, would he? Uh, I reckon he would. Like, I've, I've never seen him in... I feel like I've never seen Ethan Hawke in anything not boyhood or... That trilogy about films that is really good. I watched him. Yeah, he, he was a really grizzled, like exorcist priest in a movie I watched not long ago. So he was like this guy who just did exorcisms, but of course he was like super grizzled, and he was like, "I believe in Christ. I'm not a normal priest." And he'd like teach <laughs> his priest how to be like a good exorcist priest. Yeah. But he was like an alcoholic mm. and stuff like um. Yeah, it was a really good documentary. And that's not pretty good. That's not pretty good. About Ethan Hawke, day to day life outside of Hollywood. <laughs> that's just who he is. He's just an excess priest. It's a terrible movie. I don't remember what it's called now. Just look is up. Is Emma Watson in it? <laughs> no, Emma Watson's not in it. Well, I'm sorry, she was. She should have been. She should have played one of the demons. <laughs> like Andy Serkis, um, CGI stuff. Yeah, she comes in style. That's what I want to see. Realistic. Um, I just want to see. I just want them to release like a ten DVD box set of Andy Circus movies, but they take the effects away. <laughs> just what he does. I, I'm sure that actually exists in some form somewhere. Like the good old days when they used to do like the Blu-ray DVD extras, like Lord of the Rings extras. I'm sure that exists for at least like four hours. It's him doing the, his shit. Yeah, I just want to see um, Andy Circus covered in those weird tennis balls. Yeah. Pretending monkey for like two hours. <laughs> whilst most uh, of those movies, James Franco just acts around him. <laughs> Are we allowed to say James Franco's name? Probably. He was only one of them, and he was, he was in the worst one. <laughs> and he didn't return. The weird thing about James Franco is um, I really like the alien movies. So every now and then I'll put like one of them on. And it's really weird. Yeah. Every time you put Prometheus on, he has the weirdest cameo in it. As in one of the okay. characters, yeah, the main lady in it is leaving her boyfriend behind on like Earth to go do the space. Yeah. Like, 
one like five second video that she's holding of him on like a mountain saying he misses her and it's yeah. just <laughs> it's the weirdest cameo that's weird yeah he's never mentioned again he's mm. in none of, the, none of the he's in none of the movies but that's, that's a weird. really weird thing in premiere yeah that, that's just such a strange cameo so it comes out of fucking nowhere yeah you just watch a video you're like james fucking franco like climbing a mountain it's like maybe it's this character from 127 hours maybe <laughs> dangling arm or maybe he got invited to set and then got asked to leave <laughs> asked to leave yeah kept trying to have sex with all the ladies because he's like i've got a part of this <laughs> you know if you never get invited to set my final idea which is shrek i want shrek to be a realistic idea which is if you cut it down to its core principle of the first shrek a really ugly guy trying to take down a dragon what does that mean what's a dragon a really ugly guy trying to take down the the, the man from well no he's not trying to take down a dragon he's trying to get his swamp back by killing something for the rich guy so by, actually, by, by killing a dragon yeah well that's the cartoon version but in a realistic one if we talk about a rich guy has hired a poor person to go get a woman for him yeah so we're talking about you know like upper class english shit we're talking about you know harvey weinstein shit maybe you know what this film could really be it could be the most woke thing in the world you could have a really ugly dude who's maybe maybe he's a virgin. Maybe he's like he's got some sort he's of got thing. he's got my chin and uh you know Adrian Brody's nose and fucking Sylvester Sloan's forehead and the Jason Statham's hairline. You know, <laughs> like he could be that guy. And so and he's just he's just never ever had sex and he's just like really horny. And he's he goes into this thing. All right, I'm just spitballing this one. I didn't plan it out because we didn't have time. And so I, we, so it goes into, he wants to have sex and this guy who's like, not Harvey Weinstein, but kind of is. Like, yeah, we could have sex. But if you bring me back this this lady and he goes and he realizes this lady is a person and he's like, fuck no, I'm not going to do that. The dragon is just a lovely lady who doesn't deserve to be uh, diddled like that. And then he's like, no. I'm going to be very respectful to this woman and I'm not going to take him back to you. And then they have a lovely friendship. That's what the Shrek could be in real life. That's the dragon. So it's like um, every single um, what's rom-com. That? Every like single transporter movie that Jason Statham ever did. Where he's going to get someone, decides he likes the hot ginger woman. Is <laughs> that <laughs> <like>, nah. <laughs> I'll fight for instead. Back to the drug dealers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially. It's, it's Shrek with a lot more dialogue and a lot uglier people. Will Smith movie where well, he helped like, that fat guy get laid. Oh, Hitch. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I use Hitch dating rules to this day. That is not a lie. <laughs> God. You're the worst. No, no, no. Just, what he says, what he says, he says, look good, be confident, ask questions. That's what you need. That's what you need. Look good, be confident, ask questions. That's what you need. That's what you need for a day life. Hitch is a great movie. It should be studied in schools. So for, for Hitch to become Shrek, we just got to make the guy uglier and make Will Smith a bad person. Yeah, essentially. Have a dragon in it somewhere. Could be a Komodo dragon. Like 15 years has gone by since that movie. It's probably already happened. <laughs> Bill Smith is still very handsome. 
He's better looking at both of us. He's like Chris doesn't have to get not handsome. He's just got to be a bad guy. Ah, yeah, true, true, true. Whoever he was setting up, that guy, mm. I don't remember who it was. That guy would be uglier. Mm. Some sort of like elephant man. But we could do that with prosthetics. It's true. It's very true. It's very true. If the penguin was a good person and Batman was a bad person, which actually might Yes. <laughs> could happen, yeah. Penguins and Zoe Kravitz was the person that Batman wanted to, to, to have his way with. Yeah, that could be the film. We've brought it full circle. This podcast yeah. is circle what hitch, the circle is hitch is a spiritual prequel to the Batman. It is. <laughs> yes absolutely and kevin james is just like the <laughs> penguin <laughs> removed some of the prosthetics had like some facial surgery there you go kevin poor kevin james he's <laughs> made a living off of being like an ugly fat guy yeah but I'm, sure, I'm sure he's done some good stuff somewhere He's in the King of Queens. I feel like that was good at some point, right? Yeah, like 25 years ago. Maybe, yeah. Oh, hey, well. Let us know what your favourite episode of the King of Queens is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. I've, I've never seen an episode. <laughs> let us know which one is the best one to introduce Ben to King of Queens. Yeah. Um, if you do that, we can do a watch along King of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that next week. We'll find our best King of Queens. We'll do, like, create a King of Queens episode. Hmm. Why not? Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven. Right. Well then, guys, let us know your opinions on everything that we've said. Uh, break it yes. down. Many tweets as you need it to, at rogue underscore opinions. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Ben, where could the good people find you? Uh, I'm Ben underscore EBRT on Twitter and 2000 on Instagram. If you like the episode, just like give it a like on Spotify. You can comment on it. I'm pretty sure you can do, you can do all whole kinds of shit. Just interact with our shit. Send me, uh, send a letter to mm. the attention of the Secretary of Education. Yeah. Um, letting him know that you like this episode. Please do. Yeah. And I mean like an actual letter. I don't no not typed out, um, not typed and printed. I want quill and parchment and I just want it mm. to hear education guy. Um Kevin James should be in the Batman. Should. Should. And put your Twitter handle. It should be Mr. Freeze. <laughs> but he should have no makeup and no costume. <laughs> I don't but like uh, he should be a guy that sells second hand freezes. Yeah. <laughs> So was Icebox, and he just snaps Batman in the face room once. <laughs> he could be like a condiment man, but he, <laughs> yeah, bits that he throws freezes at people. But he doesn't <laughs> have super strength, so he doesn't throw very far. Throws <laughs> him like a meter. Oh, that got you. Oh. Anyway, guys, I'm going to have to go because my phone's about to run out of battery. But uh, okay. we'll return next week with a full blooded episode. Full blooded, very bloody. Yeah, I'm not going to say. Both on our periods. I'm not saying it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be full-blooded. Better be maximum effort. Yeah. Uh, right. Bye, guys. As always. Bye.